Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Talking Ponics. Today we have a great guest. His name is Joseph Fanning. We have a good conversation about a variety of issues. And if you want to check out his podcast afterwards, should be in the show description. And enjoy the episode. Please remember to subscribe and share it with a friend. Hey Joseph, how are you doing? Hey, how you doing, man? Uh, well, welcome to the show. Uh, let's start off by having you introduce yourself. All right. Well, thanks for having me. Uh, my name's Joseph Fanning, and I uh, I do pretty much a, a current events slash news slash politics show. Uh, you know, we talk about society, pop culture. It's called Potentium. It's like uh, it's like the word potential, except you put a U-M at the end instead of an A-L. So it's a Potentium. My website is potentiumpodcast.com. Um, I'm pretty much, you know, I lean left as far as uh, fundamental uh, principles, ideology. Uh, I'm, I don't call myself a Democrat. I'm more of an independent, you know, uh, progressive, but not to the point of I'm not far left. You know what I mean? Uh, so that's basically it. And, and, you know, I just it's not that I uh, love Democrats. I just I hate Republicans and I especially hate that fucking idiot Trump. So that's me. <laughs> so did you always hate Republicans or when did that start? Uh, actually, that started, I mean, I really wasn't, I, I didn't really pay attention to politics closely until like, uh, I would say like when Bill Clinton was elected, uh, you know, around that time when I was 18, I was born in 1970, I'm 49 years old. So when I was 18, I voted for, I, actually, I voted for Ronald Ray, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, George H.W. Bush in 88. And then uh, in 92, uh, I voted for, uh, you're going to love this, I voted for Ross Perot. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and in 96, yeah, grand slam. And in 96, I voted for uh, Bill Clinton. In 2000, I voted for Gore, even though I really didn't like Gore that much. Um, in 2000, or wait, I'm sorry, was that 2000? And then 2004, yeah, I voted for Kerry, even though I didn't like Kerry that much. And then 2008, Obama, 2012, Obama, and 2016, Hillary Clinton, even though I, last time around, I loved Bernie. I was a Bernie guy. I mean, I wasn't like a, a Bernie bro, like one of those brainwashed fucks. You, uh, you know, I, just, I don't get, <laughs> yeah, I don't get extreme. Yeah, I, I felt the burn, but not like some of them were feeling, <laughs> they were like scorched. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I wanted Bernie to get the nomination and he really should have because he could have beat Trump last time around. But I held my nose when I voted for Hillary, but you know. I wouldn't even have been able to vote for Trump. There's no, there's no fucking way. I mean, people tell me, yeah, well, you know, I didn't like either of them. So I'm like, okay, fine. You don't like either of them, but one of them is at least qualified for the job. The other one is a narcissistic man child. Okay. Who, who doesn't know anything about anything. He has never been told no. Okay. His whole life. And this is why he wants to be a dictator because everything has always been his own way. You know, the way he runs his business, you know, you don't like the way I do it. I'll screw you or I'll sue you. Uh, one of the two, or you can sue me for whatever the fuck. And he's just the way he, he, he's not a decent man is what it is. I mean, I don't care if the guy could align the political planets. All right. He is a jerk off as far as personality. And there's no way a malignant narcissist should ever be president of this country. I mean, the bottom line is he's got no shame. And he's got no embarrassment. He doesn't get embarrassed. So when you don't have any shame and you don't get embarrassed, you can say and do anything and it don't fucking matter. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, so uh, I'm one who believes 
to even run for president, you have to be some sort of narcissist to think that you you're the one that needs well, to be there's, the there's different there's different levels of narcissism, but, okay? I mean, a yeah, lot of people yeah. believe in them. <laughs> the way he does yeah, a lot it of is people, a little <laughs> different. Yeah. A, a lot of people believe in themselves and stuff like that, and maybe they have a little ego and a little attitude. This guy thinks he is the, I'm the only one who can do this. I'm the only one who can do that. I'm the greatest in history. This is the greatest that's ever been. This is the greatest there ever was. Uh, you know, every single fucking thing. I mean, how could anybody uh, follow such a twit unless you're a bigger twit yourself, like all the members of his goddamn cult, you know? <laughs> Well, <laughs> am I too aggressive for you? <laughs> no, no, no. That's perfect. That's <laughs> well, okay. When it when it comes to Trump, like, by the way, how old are you? Uh, I am twenty two. I'm twenty two. Okay, I knew you were a youngster. By the uh, way, how do you? I'm gonna take a guess. I'm gonna take a guess on how to say your last name. Okay, because I'm I, I've been trying to figure it out all day. Uh, I think it's either Vengochia or Vengochia. It's Vengo and then Chea. Vengo Chea. So I was wrong <laughs> when I came down to my last. <laughs> I was close. It's close, man. It's fucked up spelling. It's that extra E that, that fucked me up after the O. I mean, what nationality are you? Uh, my great grandparents, where the name came from, was from Spain. So Okay, so you're Spanish. Yep. Anything else? Uh, Spanish and then Colombian. That's ah, it. I just had my guest who I had on last night, a stand-up comedian, Carlos Valencia. He's Colombian. So yeah, I'm, I'm half Italian, half Irish, Sicilian though specifically, but half and half. So that's me. Oh, where are you from now? I, uh, I live about 45 minutes outside Chicago. I was born in Chicago, uh, raised in the suburbs. And then now I live out pretty much in the boonies. <laughs> There's farms and shit all around here. Well, uh, let's talk about 2020. Uh, is there any Democrat? So I've had guests on left, right, center, all types of guests. Every yep. single one has said that they don't think any of them will be able to beat Trump. Well, I mean, if you're going by polling, the, the top three, four of them are, are beating Trump. But I mean, that's if you believe those polls and shit. Um, I mean, I don't know. I think uh, Elizabeth Warren could beat him. Uh, I think Bernie's lost it. Uh, you know, like I said, I liked Bernie last time around. But this time around, when he talked about letting people in prison for life vote, you know, from I'm like, dude, what the fuck is the matter with you, Bernie? <laughs> you know, I mean, he's like, I believe all felons and murderers should vote. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, you're crazy, dude. You're, you're going to lose a lot of people. You're not Trump. See, that, that's the thing about Trump. He could say a thousand stupid things a day and, and nobody cares. Everybody else says one thing and it's focused on for fucking years. Uh, you know what I mean? But well, well, that I was think that's what makes and, it so hard for Democrats. It's like they almost yeah. need to run a perfect campaign where they don't say anything too extreme, but not extreme enough. Like they got to play the perfect middle. Yeah, I, I so far I mean, out of line, Trump's going to bash it. Yeah, well, that doesn't matter. I mean, he's a fucking idiot. I wish I could debate him on stage or get him on my show. I'd, I'd rip him to fucking shreds, man. Up one side of his ass, down the other, without a doubt in my mind. But so far, I think the ones who like me, I mean, okay, if, if it comes down to it and Joe Biden it looks like can beat him, then fine, I'll vote for Biden. He's not my first choice. As of right this moment, right now, I think the best candidates, uh, there's two of them. I think it's either Elizabeth Warren or Pete Buttigieg. Those are the two that make the most 
sense to me. Uh, the thing I like about Warren is, you know, she's got a plan for everything. She pretty much explains just about everything except mm-hmm. middle-class taxes uh, and things like that, which has me a little worried. Buttigieg, just he's so young and inexperienced. I mean, Mayor of South Bend is cool, but I listen to him. He's got good ideas, too. He's, he's got the best temperament out of all of them, to tell you the truth. I mean, if you're looking to get away from a fucking clown in the White House who embarrasses you on a daily basis on the local, state, you know, national and world stage, Buttigieg will never do that. Uh, you know, I don't think Warren would either. But I was, I was up on Kamala Harris, you know, for a little while. But I don't know. She's, she kind of faded a little. She's not really saying too much. I still like her. You know, I would say those three are my top three is, is, is Harris, Buttigieg, and, and, uh, and Warren. But uh, if Biden can beat them, then that's no problem. I don't, everything else is secondary. I mean, they're right about that. The goal is to beat Trump. Who has the best chance to beat him? Everything else comes second. Well, <laughs> well, for, for me, Kamala yeah. Harris just doesn't, I, I, I personally can't stand Kamala Harris. She, she yeah, I well, I mean, like she's her. smart. She's the prosecutor. Yeah, she, she's uh, you know, smart, yeah, she's not very like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't find her like, well, I don't think she really has a chance, but yeah, I don't know. Elizabeth Warren looks like she is competing with Joe Biden for the nomination. So yeah, we'll looks see how like that it, goes. I, yeah, it looks like it. And all really the only thing that she has to contend with is all that Pocahontas bullshit, which to me is just a license for them to be fucking prejudiced. You know what I mean? I, I mean, it would be like if someone like claimed they were black, you know, and, and it turns out they weren't really black. And all of a sudden, you know, the other side, uh, side started calling them bleep or something like that. I mean, it's a racial slur, Pocahontas. I wouldn't be surprised if she gets the nomination. You know, don't be surprised if you if you don't hear at his fucking rallies. I'll tell you that because all those racist pieces of shit will just they'll love it. They'll revel in it. Mm -hmm. Well, so do you think Trump won because of racist or do you think in the swing? Yeah, no, I absolutely there there are. There are two kinds of people that voted for Trump, okay? Number one, if you have a lot of money. If you're rich, you knew he was going to take care of you, okay? Whether you're racist or not. But everybody else, yes, that is the, that is the foundation of what they voted for. Because how could you put up with everything else if it wasn't that important? What else could be so important? I mean, you hear these people. Uh, they're changing the country. You're not going to change us. Uh, you know, I mean, they, they are afraid uh, that white people are going to be in the minority, which they're going to be, uh, you know, one day. And uh, they're just afraid of of always being number one. You see, white people, they get upset when everybody else gets the same as they do. They call that. They think that's unfair. They think that if if gay people or Mexicans or blacks or Muslims or whoever gets the same rights they do and is put in the same privileged position as they are, that's unfair. You know, that's that's how white people think. A lot of them anyway, the, the ones on the right, most of the ones on the right. And, yeah, I've heard Trump supporters say during the campaign, I don't care if he does a goddamn thing except build that wall. That's all I care about. So, yeah, I absolutely believe he won because of the racism in America. Well, you see, so I think that had a factor in it, but I just don't think my personal opinion and also, like, he couldn't have won those those swing states if it wasn't for voter turnout. Like, Democrats not coming out to vote because I think it was Michigan he won. With well, yeah, that always happens. Dem- Dem- Democrats don't come out to vote like Republicans. 
Yeah, Democrats don't come out to vote like Republicans do. They, you know, Republicans are are ruthless with that, and uh, Democrats just aren't. So, well, well, the other thing I was going to say is also he got a lot of people. A lot of people who voted for Obama voted for Trump this year or in twenty. Yeah, I can't understand that. I can't understand that. Well, so basically, what I got from it was that essentially. People were mad about their jobs being gone. He basically scapegoated immigrants for it when in reality it wasn't immigrants, the reason why they lost their jobs. But Well, you know, wait a second. Wait a second with the jobs. Okay, first of all, Obama pulled us out of the greatest recession since 1929, okay? What he inherited was a fucking mess. Unemployment was over 10%. When Obama left, it was 45 you know, all these, when Trump says we have the lowest, lowest uh, African-American unemployment, the lowest Latino unemployment. Well, yeah, when Obama left office, it was also the lowest black unemployment and the lowest Latino unemployment of all time. These are just continuing Obama policies. He is riding his coattails. So when you sit there and hear that there were no jobs and the economy sucked, that is just not true. Uh, you know, I mean, the economy did great under Obama and the end result is what you're seeing now. Obama set records for the stock market that nobody had ever seen. I knew Trump would break those because that's Trump's business, his money, well, and making money for his money friends. You know. Well, well, what I was getting at is that uh, he was using that in the swing states. And in the swing states, there were lots of jobs lost in the swing states. Even though unemployment was still getting a less and less unemployment rate. But... I don't know which states or what numbers you're talking about, but uh, I, I look at national unemployment. Uh, you mean like well, Michigan we'll use, and Minnesota? And, uh, well, well, Wisconsin. We'll so a bunch of the factory jobs and all that. So uh, it's part of the reason why I, I personally like Andrew Yang uh, out of the 2020 Democrats. I, does he have really? a chance of winning? You and, want that thousand bucks. You want that thousand bucks is what you want. <laughs> Uh, the the thousand bucks isn't even it for me. I know that's his big policy, yeah. but for me, it's like he's actually like calling out. He seems not very politiciany, which I think would be good against Trump. Okay. Well, neither but yeah, neither is Trump. We, guess what? We don't need any more of that. We don't need any more reality stars or per cult of personality. Okay, we need someone who's qualified with experience, who's got character, integrity, and decorum, which is what we are missing now. You see, oh, well, uh, I just, like, this is why I don't like Elizabeth Warren, for example. She's been a senator for, I think, uh, about 10 years, something around that. Uh, yeah. Bernie's been in the Senate for about 29 years. 30 years. years. Yeah, yeah, 30 years. All these yeah. people have been in government where they, they have a hand at national policy. They, they can help make policies and all that stuff. Well, they do. Well, exactly. But there's still these problems. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, all right, let, let me put it this way. They've changed so much on their issues where I think it's refreshing to hear someone who's like Buttigieg, for example. He's somewhat a new face, which is why I like, Buttigieg too. Buttigieg is a new face where he doesn't have a past where Trump can hammer him. He could just be himself, has have his policies. He seems more authentic than the other politicians. You still there? 
Yeah. Oh, can you? Okay. Hear me? I, you're, yeah, you you were cutting out for a couple a uh, couple seconds there. It said my internet connection is unstable. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> I can hear you now, so I'm sorry. Start say what you just said again. Well, basically, the things I like about Buddha Judge and Yang is basically they feel more authentic than the other career politicians. Uh, all right. Well, I I mean I can see that, but you know you you have to new is fine, but you also have to to know what you're doing and know what you're talking about. I mean this thousand dollars for everybody is just dumb. Okay, it's a dumb idea, and and I think that guy uh, he 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 kind of gets into like a character. Uh, you know he's not as authentic as Buddha Judge uh, by any by any means. Yang, uh, it's almost like he's kind of a showman. Uh, you know what I mean? And Buddha Judge does does not give a shit about about that at all. And really, besides when she tries to get the crowd riled up, neither does Elizabeth Warren. Um, uh, but I don't know. I just, uh, Yang, uh, nah, I don't like him. <laughs> well, I understand. It's <laughs> yeah. So when it comes to Trump, uh, I'll ask you a question that I don't know, maybe you have an answer for. Is there any policies sure that you do. do like about Trump? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, okay. Yeah. And, and I'll tell you what, most of the time, the policies that I agree with him on, it's the way he ends them that fucks him up. Like I was against the Iran nuclear deal, but you don't just pull out of it while they're complying. That was fucked up. All right. I'm against NAFTA, you know, but you don't just all of a sudden yank the rug out uh, from under everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm for making things here in America, but you don't just, just start punishing other people. Uh, the way it's it's the way he goes about things. Even if he has a good idea, uh, kind of like the Democrats. Even when he has a good idea, he executes it like one of the Three Stooges. Uh, okay, uh, so um, yeah, I agree with him on trade. I agree with him on stuff being made here. I agree with him on the uh, the Iran thing. Um, I uh, eh, I'm still iffy on the Alaska drilling thing. Uh, I'm still iffy. I'm against him on the pipeline shit. Uh, I know that, but which would be kind of hard. Uh, so, yeah, there are a couple things I, I agree with him uh, uh, regarding, but like I said, the way he tries to fix them is moronic because he's a moron. Uh, you know, so it, it doesn't matter if you agree with him or not, it's still going to get uh, thrown into a cocked hat. Well, yeah, I, I think, especially the stuff that he's been doing with China, how he's just basically been tweeting his policies. Well, yeah. He's manipulating the market is what he's doing there. That's where he makes money for his friends. He tells his friends, I'm going to make announcement that I talked to China and everything's going to be cool. And they, and they act accordingly. Or he says, Hey, I'm going to say that, you know, we're going to put those tariffs on China act accordingly. And they buy and sell and make money based on that. And that's why, you know, and then a couple of days later he goes, Oh, never mind. <laughs> you know, uh, my, my friends already made the windfall of cash they made from my weekend tweet. So now we're, we're, we're over here now. It, there's always a distraction and it, there's always a, a motive. I mean, this is why everybody stays at his hotels. You know, he, it, it's funny. He, he, he personally bills the secret service that have to go there to protect him and his family, you know, which comes out of straight out of America's budget and straight into his wallet. And it, 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 that's amazing to me. And how these emoluments cases aren't moving forward is, is even more amazing. Well, uh, I imagine he probably has lawyers on that all the time. He's yeah. Well, so does everybody else. Move. I mean, you know. Well, no, I, uh, I mean, but what yeah. I'm saying is, like, he has. He's probably he probably has the most 
lawyer hours than any president before him. Constantly. Oh, yeah. Well, like I said, because he's either always suing somebody or always getting sued because he's such a <laughs> prick. So, you know. All right. Well, I was going to ask you about uh, gun control. So where do you stand uh-huh. on that issue? Um, listen, I don't want to take, uh, uh, okay. I don't want to take anybody's guns away with the exception of, I mean, yeah, there is no need for these assault style weapons, especially with high capacity mags. You know, if you had an AR 15 that can only carry seven, seven rounds in it, then I wouldn't have a problem with it, <laughs> you know, cause there are handguns that are semi, an AR 15 just shoots a 22 caliber bullet, you know? So if you got a, mm-hmm. if you got a handgun, you know, as long as the handgun, the handgun, the, the rifle, whatever, should not be able to hold 30, 40, 50, 100, 200 fucking rounds in it. I mean, that's, that's where everybody gets into trouble. You know, if these guys have to keep reloading after seven shots or maybe even 10, I don't know, you, a lot of lives would be saved. So that's number one. Number two, these, these loopholes with the background checks, I've been bitching about this on my show for years. You know, you can go to a gun show. Or, or, or on the, you know, wherever and, and, and get one without a thorough background check. They are not obligated to ask you about your mental condition or anything like that. So uh, the idea that I always came up with, I've said this on my show a bunch of times, I think, okay, this is just my personal opinion. I know this will never happen, but I think that what it should be is two pistols, two rifles, and one shot. I'm sorry, two pistols, one rifle, one shotgun per person per household okay so if you have say a family of uh, you know a a husband a wife and kids the husband gets two pistols the wife gets two pistols they each get a rifle and they each get a shotgun and there is no need for anything else if you can't protect your home with all that shit there's no need for all this other stuff i mean there's no need for people to have m60s and m14s and m1s and and all this crap but fine at least make it so they can't shoot a fucking hundred people in 10 seconds, uh, you know, and don't even get me started on smart gun technology. Cause that's where we need to go. Where only the registered owner can fire it. You know, uh, ammo caps and ammo IDs. If someone is hoarding ammunition, you stop that shit, you know, IDs, identification on ammunition. So you know where this bullet came from, who bought it. And, uh, you know, that's how I feel about it. Well, yeah, I agree with that. I think we should for sure move in a direction, especially the smart gun route. I think they already have the technology now to do that. Well, the gun show, the gun owners, the gun shop owners get death threats. If they even, if they even hint that they're going to sell those, they get death threats, you know, and forget about the NRA. I mean, they own all these politicians, them and their lobbyists, even though 90 something percent of even their members and People, just regular citizens, are in favor of all this shit. But you do it, and all of a sudden you hear, if you let them do that, they will take all your guns away one day. They'll take them all. And that's what they always scare everybody with. You know? And no, it's just common sense background checks. It's not going to take all your guns away. Everybody thinks that's the direction it's going to move, and it's just not. Well, yeah, I, I agree with that. It's, that's not where it's heading. The problem I have is, well, one, when Beto says he's going to take – everybody's AR-15 away. That doesn't look good for the Democrats. No, it doesn't. That was a stupid thing to say. It was a stupid thing to say. He should have mentioned just a buyback program and, and things like that, but it was a stupid thing to say. And now he's putting on T-shirts and all that. Yeah, yeah, and that other dude, he's got the F word on another shirt. That guy's an idiot. I started out liking him. I think he's a fucking idiot now, so fuck Beto. <laughs>
And then Sorry. another thing I have a problem with is I somehow have a problem with like a registry. Or no, not a registry, uh, red flag laws. So basically... You have a, you have a problem with red flag laws? Uh, some red flag laws where basically the government decides... When, when you have a registry with red flag laws, it basically... You register yourself in your gun. Now the government knows who has a gun and all that. If that's if there's a database on that, you need to make sure that it's a secure database. And I'm sure they could make it secure. I know I just have a problem with that. Yeah, well, everybody who does out. have a uh, people who are registered, there is a database in each state for whoever has a registered handgun. I mean, you can't have a database for people who don't register them, but the ones that are registered are in a database. Yeah, I, I guess for me, it's just more about it being secure, making sure it's secure. Other than that, I don't have much of a problem with it. I just, I would want so to basically, you're secure. talking about, so you're talking about computer security. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that's, okay. that's really it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we need that everywhere, not just in the gun database, you know. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like, criminals could use that. And, for instance, like, all right, we know these people at this address have guns. I want to make sure, or now I know I'm going to go to this house where I know they don't have a gun. Uh, I know, it's okay. more of a paranoid okay. thing for me. <laughs> yeah, because that would take a lot. You'd have to hack it. Why would anybody hack in? So you're saying someone would hack into the database, find out who doesn't have a gun, and try and go rob them? <laughs> I mean, that's a little far-fetched, man. And besides that, none of these are red flag laws are when you say, hey, this guy's going to kill me or, Hey, my husband is abusive or, Hey, we have a mentally ill brother. Who's got a lot of guns. Those are red flag laws, you know? So, well, yeah. So red flag laws, I, I think we should have uh there should be some sort of system where like a temporary gun restraining order, I think would be a, Amazing. Well, that's basically where... what happens. That's basically what happens. And then they're, they're, they're you know, a judge determines if you could, if you can get your gun back, you know? Yeah. I, well, I feel like, like, they, feel like they, took, they took my gun away. They took my gun away because I'm mentally ill. And, I, you know, there was nothing I can do about it. I had a, I had a nice Glock 9mm, you know. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they took it away. And I was like, okay, I can understand. He's like, well, you know, try again in five years, and if uh, we'll see how you're doing. And I'm like, yeah, all right. I don't care. I fucking beat the shit out of you with my fist or my baseball bat anyway. So, especially if someone <laughs> breaks in my house. I mean, uh, yeah, if someone breaks in your house, man, I mean, there's only going to be a couple of feet between you and them. Just fucking rush them. <laughs> you know, even if they got a gun, it's not like you're going to, unless they got a shotgun and they blow a hole through your chest or blow your head off, you'll still be able to keep running at them and, and do some damage. So do some of your own damage, you know? Well, so yeah. let's let's switch over because – I know you said you can only talk for an hour, so let's switch over to cl climate change. Where do you mm -hmm. stand on what steps we need to take for that? Well, all the steps that Obama, the Obama administration was taking, the Trump has now reversed. Uh, I mean, it, you know, you, you have to. I mean, emissions, keeping the, the, the wildlife and the waters and streams and everything clean, you know, clean air, clean water. Uh, try moving to clean energy is the most important, you know, uh, the, the coal that it, there's no such thing as fucking clean coal. Okay. Uh, that, that's a bullshit term. Uh, all right. Clean energy is natural gas and, and someday, hopefully solar. There is unlimited energy in the sun, but you know what? 
you won't find anybody trying to do anything like that. It's, it's like trying to get electric cars made. You know how long they've been working on that? But the auto industry, just like the oil industry, doesn't want any fucking progress on that because it will put them out of business. So all those lobbyists lobby against climate change. They find the one scientist out of a thousand that says it's bullshit. Uh, they, they treat that as the word of law. And they say, ah, oh, it's just politics. And they keep getting the dates wrong. You know, I love how people listen to scientists about everything Republicans listen to scientists about everything but climate change and religion. Okay. Because when the solar eclipse is coming, Republicans listen. When a hurricane is coming, Republicans listen. When DNA is ready to execute somebody on death row, Republicans sure as fuck listen. Uh, So the only science they don't listen to is climate change and religion. And that's it because they're dumb shits. So what are you going to do? Well, so do you, you think keep laughing? Be- I, I hear you. You keep laughing every time I'm done. It's like it's like this guy's fucking out of his mind. <laughs> Is it what no. you're <laughs> uh, I think it's funny that you, you call them out, and I don't know. You seem passionate about it. I think it's funny. I, that's just me. Sounds like you're not used to someone like me. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's okay. Not too many people are. It's all right. So. What do you think about the idea of a carbon tax? Absolutely. Whatever. I mean, okay, I'll tell you one even better than that. Just assure everybody who's in the fucking uh, the, the industry that's going to be shut down gets trained in the clean energy industry. Don't let anybody lose their jobs. Don't just fire. Okay, all you co-workers are fired and all you energy workers are hired. No, don't do it like that. Teach the motherfuckers, you know, if those dumbass West Virginia rednecks can learn, uh, you know, I don't know, but <laughs> at least give it a shot. Fucking offer it to them, uh, you know, but uh, yeah, carbon tax, oh, that, that, that's fine. All these people, these businesses, corporate America really cracks me up, okay? They get more money from the government as far as subsidies every year. People that bitch about food stamps and people, you know, that, that, amount out of your paycheck is, as far as taxes go is minuscule compared to what you give for corporate subsidies. All right. Corporate America runs this motherfucker now. So don't sit there and tell me that they're going to be all of you know, it's going to hurt us so much. We're only going to make 8 billion in profits instead of 10, uh, you know, so don't give me that bullshit. And if they try to leave and go somewhere else, that's one thing that I, another thing I agree with on Trump sort of, cause he doesn't really enforce it or have it wide enough, but Sorry, if you don't like America's laws, don't do business in America. These fuckers that set up companies somewhere else, do all their business here, uh, you know, raking all the money, uh, escape from taxes and all that shit. That is bullshit. So something needs to be done about that. But yeah, I'm absolutely in favor of a carbon tax. So what do you think we should, you know, I'm still here. Uh, Okay. What do you think we should do for steps in getting as we move away from fossil fuels? What, steps what do you mean? Well, I mean, like a goal like 2030, stop having any uh, gasoline. or diesel Oh, cars. well, yeah. I mean, I don't I don't know the logistics of all of that. But yeah, things should be phased out. Uh, you know, I would say over a, a 10 year period, you, should, you could probably you should be able to phase out anything, no matter what the subject. You know, so mm-hmm. yeah, it should be phased out. I mean, and, and and done in a careful manner again, so not too many workers or careers or families are hurt by this. You have to really get your ducks in a row with this shit. You know, if you're gonna make such a a radical change. All right, and where do you stand on the healthcare issue? 
Uh, I I like Buttigieg's plan the best. If if you want a private one and you like the one you got at work and it works for you, and because there are so many people that have such you know everybody is it's almost like a fingerprint with the sicknesses that everybody has and their condition and their station in life. And if they are comfortable, especially if they're old, if they are comfortable, then let them. But also offer this from us, the government over here. If you like us, come get us. If you like them, stay with them. Don't penalize people for staying with their, with their doctors and with their, uh, you know, their own insurance. I mean, I know every, that's what Republicans always say. Oh, what happened if you like your doctor? You can keep your doctor. Uh, number one, he's got, I don't know, Obama's got about 11,999 more lies, if you want to call it that, to catch up to Trump. But all those states sabotaged Obamacare from within. All of the red states did. They all did. Uh, because, uh, you know, in states like Illinois, it worked. <laughs> you know, in Minnesota, it worked. In California, it worked. So, uh, but, yeah, that's how we feel about that. Well, yeah, I've never really understood – I guess Bernie's position and I think Elizabeth Warren has the same position where it's Medicare for all and no more private insurance. Yeah. I don't like that either. I I always, Americans, if you know one thing about Americans, they love choice. They don't being like being told this is what you have to do, especially when it comes from the government. So you roll it out. Like Buttigieg says, when people see that it's cool, word of mouth gets around. Nobody's scared of government healthcare anymore. More people sign up. You mandate it and you put up a wall right off the fucking blocks. And that's why Democrats that are too far left keep fucking up. That's why they, that's why this is, this should be a no brainer. Okay. The first time around, it should have been a no brainer. Hillary Clinton has got to be the only one that could have lost to Donald Trump, uh, you know? And now we're sitting here talking about who can beat him. Fucking, I should be able to beat him. You should be able to beat him. Uh, you know I mean? And we're sitting here arguing who's the best one to beat him. It's a fucking joke. <laughs> well, when it comes to the healthcare thing, I feel like the Democrats are, clearly just missing the ball on what I guess most Americans want. They want what Blue Judge wants. Just Are they dropping it, it for all, And then you have your choice. Yeah. And then, but then you have, and I feel like it looks bad, especially on the debate that was just, I think last week. Oh yeah. Well, they got to start. They got to stop cutting each other down okay that's it that julian castro that fucking asshole you know not only was he wrong about what what biden said but they said did you forget huh did you forget already old man what a jerk you know how much that's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt the entire party that he's a member of when it comes down to it you sit there and you be savage on this fucking debate stage against your fellow democrats well what the hell you think the republicans are gonna say uh, when that person's up there, well, listen to what their own party said about him. Listen to him. <laughs> you know, that is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard of. Castro's an idiot. Well, yeah, and then and then there's also the infighting with Biden and Sanders about health care. Where it's so simple. Everyone, everyone on that stage agrees that everyone should have free government health care. Yeah. So why don't, why don't they all just agree on that? And then... <laughs> not tear each other down and give Republicans more things that they can bash. Well, because they got they also have to one up each other and they have to to promote their brand. So whatever little differences there are, they have to point it out. That's part of the fucking political game. You can't get away from that, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, you don't I, have I, to do it. You don't have to do it like a jerk off, like Castro. Yeah. 
know, there's better ways to do it than the way they've been doing it. Exactly. All right, and then one last, I guess, major issue. Let's talk about immigration. So I know yes. you're against building the wall. I'm against building the wall. I think it's silly. Well, yeah, a, a, a big with. concrete wall. Yeah, that's silly. I mean, I agree there should be border security. I don't want open borders. And quite frankly, neither do any Democrats, no matter what Trump says. He says it every day, how we want open borders, open, or they want open borders, open borders. It's, it's not true. Um, I'm for border security. I'm for immigration reform. I'm for a path to citizenship. I'm for... Uh, you know, he's trying to strip away asylum rights. That's, see, that's the one thing I always knew about Republicans. Remember how they always said, uh, as long as you do it legally, we have no problem. Bullshit. Asylum is legal, and they're trying to strip all that away. They want all immigrants to stop coming here, okay? They don't want any more, unless they're Canadian. They're okay. Anyone who's white can come. Uh, you know, nobody else, uh, all right? Uh, so with the rules they got now, my parents, my parents, I'm first-generation American. My mother's from Italy, you know, so if they would have stopped and said, oh, well, you got to stop at the first country you come to to claim asylum instead of coming to America, which is against everything America has stood for. It's complete horseshit. So don't tell me that as long as you do it legally, because that's bullshit. They want them all out and, and they're proving it right now. So what do you think we do with uh, the dreamers? So uh, I dreamers should stay. <laughs> yeah, I think they should stay. We should have a pathway to citizenship. I feel well, like you we said we. Work. You said we. Are you a dreamer? No, I am not. Oh, you're not? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Well, I agree with you because you know what? And that's another thing that gets me sick about Republicans. Uh, they're like, look what they're doing to these kids in the camps. Look at this separate. Look what it's doing to the children. Well, their parents put them in that position, so it's their fault. Okay. Well, who gives a fuck who put them in that position and whose fault it is? They're kids. There was no way for them to fight or protest or do anything but what they're told. They're so scared. I mean, come on. You can't sit there and punish children for the deeds of, of adults. I mean, I thought that that was just common fucking sense, but not anymore because common sense has gone out the goddamn window since this, this asshole and his cult have taken over. So moving forward, what do you think? <laughs> Oh. You just seem so, you're like a deer in the headlights here with me. With me. So uh, moving forward. Well, no. well I, I know you told me there's a time limit, so I didn't want to. Oh, no, it's okay. It's just okay. I, I'm having fun. It's okay. So when, when we're talking 2020, yes. what issues do you think that the Democrats are going to need to focus on? Well, that depends on who you're talking about, because I think the big focus should be on independent and swing voters like you mentioned before. So in order to get them, you can't be so radical. OK, you just can't. Uh, you know, you, you can't do these hardline extremist positions. I mean, like I said, I don't like extremists on on either side. So you, that's why I think Biden is in the lead. He's like the safe centrist choice now. Like I said, you can agree or disagree with his policies or, or, or whatever, but if he's the one that can beat him, then he's the one that can beat him. And, and that's all that matters. When it comes to Biden, he's had a lot of, I guess, mess ups lately. 
Well, for yeah, me, that's he, that's he, what he, I fear absolutely. when it comes to Biden versus Trump. Again, isn't that hilarious, though? Trump can fucking mess up 69 times a day. And because he messes up in, in another hour, the rest of the mess ups are forgotten. But Joe messes up once and you hear about it for 10 days straight. Uh, you know what I mean? I uh, just yeah. OK, he's old. He doesn't have his finger on the pulse of the nation, you know, talking about record players and shit, shit like that. I mean, yeah, I get it, okay? But would you rather have that or what we have now? That's what you have to decide. All of this, all of these arguments, these specific arguments about candidates, they really don't matter, okay? Would you rather have Trump for another four years or not? Because nobody's going to fuck anything up the way he has, so it doesn't matter. Well... It, for me, it doesn't matter, obviously. But yeah. I'm just saying for the swing voters, the tiny stuff does matter. And that's where I feel like Buttigieg might be, I think, one of the most perfect people to run against Trump just because he doesn't really have any fibs, any mess-ups. Well, I'll, I'll tell you something, Junior. And I'm, I called you Junior because I'm so old, and this is what the older people are going to think. Listen, this country is not ready for a gay president yet. They're not. They're not even ready yeah. for a woman yet. <laughs> okay? So I'm sorry. Uh, that's, and I hate to say that, and I hate that it's that way. I wouldn't give a shit because like, who gives a fuck what people do in their bedroom? You know how many straight people? dress up like what they dress up like those furry creatures and shit they do plenty of weird shit themselves okay so whatever anybody does in the bedroom should not goddamn matter you know but they use the bible uh, uh, for that crap which you know whatever today's evangelicals are 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 more sadistic than just about any group i've ever seen you know they have warped the entire christian religion and they're nothing like christ yeah well that that's one of the things I think we're going to need time for. I hate it. <laughs> yeah. I think it's fucking stupid. So I do I, because I think he's a great candidate. I hate it, too. You're not gay, are you? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. I mean, I would not that there's anything wrong with that. In the words of Seinfeld, I'm just curious. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know Seinfeld, right? I know you're only 22. Do you know who Seinfeld is? I know who, I know who Seinfeld is. Okay, good. I feel so old, dude. I'm telling you. I say things to young people. I'm like, I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that person. I'm like, I, I, some kid told me the other day he never heard of Pink Floyd. I'm like, you've never heard of Pink uh, Floyd. Have you heard of Pink, heard Floyd? of Pink Floyd? Yeah. Okay, good. I'm like, you never heard of Pink Floyd? Just, fuck me. I almost fell over. Well, yeah, I get that all the time. I work at, at a fire department, and a lot of people I work with are like 30 years older than I am. Yeah. And Are you a firefighter? I am. Oh, and, that's good. Good for you, man. Thank you for your, uh, even though you don't serve my neighborhood, you know, it's almost like you, <laughs> I, I think firefighters and first responders should be on the same level of respect as, uh, as soldiers. I mean, you guys are the medics. And so there's medics in the army and in the Marines and all that shit, all the branches. So, uh, yeah, firefighter. Good for you. Well, thank you. You but, guys got uh, a Dalmatian in the house? <laughs> no, we don't. We used to have a Dalmatian. No. But the guy who had really? the dog retired, yeah. It wasn't a Dalmatian, though. Nobody has Dalmatians nah. anymore. Like, what happened to the firefighter Dalmatian? They, like, they like just stopped doing that. It's not a thing They're anymore. They're all labs. I hate that. <laughs> yeah, labs. Well, that's what, a, that's what a Dalmatian is. It's just a spotted lab. So, Well, well, now when we're talking about firefighters, so unions is a huge thing for fire departments. I'm part yeah, of a union for my fire department. Yes. 
So you're pro-union, I imagine? Oh, yes. Absolutely. If it wasn't for unions in this country, workers would be getting raped up the ass. I mean, some of them already are. Uh, people that aren't union protected, man, they're the ones who get abused. Okay, I would gladly give up part of my paycheck for dues or whatever to make sure. And I don't I was part of a brotherhood and knew that there was a whole bunch of people standing with me, but me individually can't get fucked with. I mean, that's great. Why would you be against that? Uh, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's baffling to me. Yeah, one of the most backwards things, one of the most backward things about the state I live in, it's a right to work state, but that's yeah. like the complete opposite of what it means. Oh, yeah. Oh, I know. Those, that right to work bullshit. That, that's bullshit. See, they, they always mask all these kind of uh, clamping down and, and uh, discriminatory, not in a racial way, but in this way, in a worker type way. They always put like really glowing terms around it. Right to work, you know, pro-life, you know, shit like that. It, it, it's fucking, it, it's bullshit. Okay. I mean, there's smoke and mirrors uh, behind what it really is. Uh, so it's not pro-life, it's pro-birth. <laughs> okay. Because they don't give a shit about that life as soon as it's born. So you're pro-choice? Yes, uh, but, okay, first, I just want to say I, I hate the concept of abortion. I really do. It really disturbs me, but I know that it has to be done in a lot of cases, that women should have a right to choose over their own body, but I am also in favor of the cutoffs, unless it's medically necessary. I'm in favor of, like, the 20-week ban. If you, if you got 20 weeks to get your shit together and there's nothing medically wrong with you that won't put you or the fetus or anything in danger, then, yeah, you got to make that decision by 20 weeks. I'm okay with that. So I, yeah. I guess I'm kind of both pro-choice and pro-life. <laughs> you know, pro-life, I don't know. I think, <laughs> to a I think most extent. Americans would agree with that. I think most Americans think it's a tough choice to make and yeah. there should be some sort of cutoff. I, I hate seeing the late term abortion stuff. I think. Yeah, so do I. So do I, man. You're damaging the whole, the whole movement for pro-choice. Yeah. Yeah, I know. The extremists I, I just, I, tough I, on the more moderate Democrats. I'm <laughs> I just, I, I can't, I thought about this for a while and I'm like 20 weeks is, is okay. Anything less than that? The woman, okay, first of all, the woman, some women don't even know that they're pregnant until like seven, eight weeks, okay? So then you've got to give them at least 90 days and, and that's three months and that's 12 weeks. So that's right around 20. I mean, that, I mean, 90 days to get, you know, some, if you're a teenager, you need the money, uh, you know, or whatever. 90 days is, is a little, <laughs> it, it, that's a little short, but, uh, you know, you have to also consider the development of the fetus. You know, I, that's why I say 20 weeks, I'm fine with that, even though I'm pro-choice. Like I said, unless it's medically necessary, I got no problems with anything that the doctor and the woman, uh, you know, the doctor says, hey, this has to happen. That's fine by me. So. Yeah, I, I forget which state was doing it, but they were trying to pass like a six-week abortion ban. Yeah, that's like uh, Iowa. Iowa was doing that. Uh, I think uh, Mississippi tried to do that. They're all doing that. The, the, the woman doesn't even know. And you know what I love about those? They're, they're called heartbeat bills. The one in Iowa was called the heartbeat bill. They said, well, when uh, if there's a heartbeat, then that's when life starts. Well, I thought life started at conception. 
That's what all these religious pro-life nut jobs always said, that, re- that life started at conception. Now it starts when the heartbeat starts at six weeks. So make up your fucking minds. Is it conception or is it six weeks? Is it okay to move the goalposts? Well, at least they're moving it now. So that's good. It used to be zero weeks. Yeah. So unsteady. (laughs) Right. All right, man. If you got one, wrap it up because I got to go here. All right. Well, uh, I got a couple more minutes so you can ask one more question. One more question. All right. I'll make sure this one is a mediocre question. So you're against prisoners voting. What do you think about uh, nonviolent felons after they're out of jail? People after after they have paid their debt to society and rejoin it should absolutely be able to vote. Absolutely. Why not? Right. You you paid yeah, your debt to society, right? Isn't that, isn't that what they call it? Paying your yeah. debt? So if the debt is paid, then you are even again. So if you're even, then you should be able to vote. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I wish we disagreed more on most stuff, but... <laughs> <laughs> what, you want to argue? Is that what you want to do? No, I'm just saying... <laughs> I Hey, I can play, I can play devil's advocate, man. Hey, fuck those people. They gave up the right to vote the day they broke the fucking law, especially when <laughs> if they commit violent crimes. Who are they to vote again, huh? You tell me why. <laughs> See, I can take both sides. <laughs> it's like being a lawyer. You know, I should have been a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you again for coming on the show. Uh, hey, thank you for having me, listeners. Man. Before you go. Uh, yeah, just, you know, check out my show if you want to, potentiumpodcast.com. Uh, there's also a YouTube page. Just search for Potentium and, uh, and all of that shit. And uh, we'll see if, you like, uh, see if you like my show. And you know what? I'll have you on, uh, I'll have you on my show one of these days. I got, I got guests lined up for the next couple of weeks, but uh, I'll have you on uh, uh, pretty soon. And, and you know what? I mean, can I, can I play this? Uh, like, if I take a week off or something, sometimes I, like, I play – interviews when i go on other shows and shit like that or if i don't have a lot of material that week i can just play it so i can play this interview right yeah go for it all right cool man thanks and uh thanks for having me and i appreciate it dude all right all right have a good rest all right we'll talk to you soon yeah you too man all right later